Hi, this is uh, Dr. Glenn Morris. It's been a while since I've taped, and I apologize for that. Um, this one actually follows Valentine's Day, and it, this is kind of a fun one. And it's entitled Love, Chocolate Good for the Heart. Uh, being involved in a healthy, loving relationship is good for the heart, which, you know, there's been enough literature looking at that. And there's a couple of different theories why that might be. People who are married or who are in close, healthy relationships tend to be less likely to smoke, are more physically active, and are more likely to have a well-developed social structure. And they're also more likely to have lower levels of stress and anxiety in their day-to-day -day lives. So possibly because there's a commitment and you have someone to share it with. And then there's a theory that people who are in loving relationships may experience neurohormonal changes that have positive effects on the body, including the cardiovascular system. Um, this has not been proven, but the idea is that being in a relationship that is positive may have positive effects over time. So giving your loved one a box of dark chocolates and a bottle of red wine won't hurt either. Studies suggest they are good for the heart as well, so keep Valentine's going all the time. Um, dark chocolates contain flavonoids, which are antioxidants, and antioxidants have positive effects on many different body systems, including the cardiovascular system. The high concentration of cocoa in dark chocolate appears to be what offers the flavonoid benefit. Dark chocolate has been shown to be associated with lower blood pressure, lower blood sugar, and improvement in the way blood vessels dilate and relax. So it's okay to eat that, but in moderation. And, you know, further study is needed to know exactly which type of chocolate and how much of it is the most beneficial. But studies have shown that people who eat chocolate more than once a week have lower risks of heart disease and stroke compared to people who eat it less frequently. Fat and calorie content of chocolate also needs to be taken into consideration and kept consistent with a healthy, balanced diet. Flavonoids are also present in red wine. Multiple observational studies have shown that moderate alcohol consumption, which is one drink a day for women and one to two for men, is associated with lower risks of cardiovascular events, such as heart attack. But, you know, do it with caution. There's not enough evidence to encourage you to start drinking. Um, there are potential negative health effects of long-term alcohol use. And flavonoids found in red wine can also be found in other food and drink, like fruits and vegetables and grape juice. A good message is that these things should be done in moderation and in conjunction with your physician's plan for you to lower your cardiovascular risk. The next one comes, I really wanted to talk about because my husband and I, we just, uh, oh wait, this, in November, we went on a trip to Greece and we got an opportunity to enjoy the Mediterranean diet, which, you know, is, you know, well known as being probably the most healthiest diet on the planet. So the title of this article is The Best Foods for Thought, literally, and this was in the Wall Street Journal on uh, Valentine's Day. And it's long known that the Mediterranean diet is good for your heart. Now it could be good for the brain. And the first study to specifically examine the effects of the diet centered around vegetables, fruits, fish, whole grains, nuts, olive oil, and a moderate amount of alcohol with limited consumption of red meats, wheats, and refined grains like white bread or white rice on the, on the brain's small blood vessels. Previous studies have suggested 
adhering to a Mediterranean-style diet is associated with a lower risk of heart disease, stroke, and cognitive disorders like Alzheimer's disease. But in this latest study, researchers led by a group at the University of Miami and Florida and Columbia University in New York analyzed food questionnaires filled out by nearly 1,000 people participating in a larger ongoing northern Manhattan study. The participants were categorized into groups based on how closely they adhere to an ideal Mediterranean diet. Um, researchers then used magnetic resonance imaging, or MRI scans of the brain, to look for what they called white matter hyperintensities, which show up as small lesions on the scan and indicate damage to small blood vessels. The damaged blood vessels can cause small so-called silent strokes with no immediate symptoms but which over time affected cognitive performance. Broadly, the study showed that people with the highest Mediterranean diet scores had the lowest white matter volume burden. Isn't that interesting? Researchers also found that the type of fat appeared to matter. Those who consumed more monounsaturated fat, which is found in the olive oils, had lower white matter hyperintensity volumes on the brain scan. And, um, it, you know, they concluded that the study doesn't prove that a Mediterranean-style diet, diet causes less brain damage, but um, it does show that it, this type of diet might be protective of small blood vessels in the brain. Uh, if you, it, it was incredible. The food there, we just fell in love with the Mediterranean diet, and we've actually tried to locate good oils here in Santa Barbara, good olive oils, but it's, I wish I had bought some when I was out there. Um, it needs to be cold pressed, uh, so you know, trying to use olive oil more your diet, eating those walnuts and almonds, and you know, uh, it was just incredible. Anyway, I hope I, as I said, it's been a while since I broadcasted. It's uh, been a crazy few months for me. I hope you're all well and staying healthy. And so now go out and have something with olive oil, some dark chocolate, and a glass of wine. Have a wonderful day. This is Dr. Glenn. Bye now.